I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This is Computer Talk with Tab, hosted by Eric Semmel of Tab Computer Systems. Interact with Eric and his guest by phone at 522-WTIC or 1-800-966-WTIC. Email them in the studio at gethelpattabinc.com or get help anytime at computertalkwithtab.com. Now, here's Eric. And good morning. This is Computer Talk with Tab, and it's powered by GoNetSpeed, crazy fast internet. <laughs> uh, we do appreciate them sponsoring the show. And I'm in, in studio here with uh, Dennis Halnan, one of the uh, co-owners and of uh, employee owners of Tab Computer Systems. And he comes in and helps me out with your computer comments, questions, and concerns. So the lines you guys are waking up today, which is great. Uh, the lines are filling up early, uh, which is nice. 800-966-WTIC-522. WTIC are the numbers. You can find us on Facebook, too, if you follow uh, WTIC's Facebook page. We are doing our best to uh, broadcast and and uh, prove that we have faces for radio. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> but uh, we're here to help you out with your computers and, and issues. And um, I wanted to bring up an issue uh, that I just dealt with yesterday that I couldn't believe. Um, I, I met with the prospect company and uh, had a conference call with them, and they were talking to me about their incumbent managed service provider, and MSP as they're called. And they were being told kind of like a, a really pushy sales tactic saying if they don't renew their Microsoft 365 subscription the annu- in an annual way by, by tomorrow, by, by yesterday, I should say, um, that the price would go up 40% in March. 40 If they don't do it. If they <gasps> don't renew the annual, the price would go up 40%. And I said to them, well, that's a bold-faced lie. Um, Microsoft is increasing their prices. I, we've talked about this when we when it announced probably four months ago. Right. It's all going up roughly 20%. There is no instance of a 40% increase period. So if you're hearing your MSP provider say, you must renew with us annually or the price is going to go up 40% if you stay monthly, they're lying. The price is only 20%, period. And these right. are published numbers. So what you probably should do is go ahead and do a quick Google search on Microsoft 365 prices, they're all published. And if your service provider is not charging you the same amount, ask yourself why. Yeah. <laughs> that would be a big question that I would ask. But part of the problem is managed service providers don't break down their billing by line item. They literally just say, IT, it could be as simple as IT services, $10,000. Pay me now. Right. And uh, why companies allow that is a whole other question. But if that's what's going on, you wouldn't even know what they're doing to you. 
Uh, so I just had to bring this out as a public service. I couldn't believe what I was hearing, um, but that's what was being proposed to this prospect. That, that's just outrageous. Completely outrageous. Um, but I guess we're in the times of outrageous, so may as well run with it. I assume the uh, company was thinking. Who knows? But 20% is the real number. Still crazy to have Microsoft increase by 20%. Well, so you get yeah, email. that's that's excessive in its own right, but right. at least you don't have to lie about it and make it 40. Right. It's nuts. So in other news... Dennis has got some news for us. What do you got, Dennis? I do. Some cyber attackers were masquerading as DocuSign. Oh, boy. Sending out emails to people in order to trick them into coughing up their Outlook credentials. Amazing. But they did it in a very clever way. Mm -hmm. They compromised an existing uh, email domain. Okay. And they were able to get through uh, spam filters. Because it was legit. Because... Everything about the email that they sent was completely legitimate. Yeah. It was coming out of the proper uh, server for that domain. Yeah. And if you have an email filter, it's going to check all of the properties of the email, and it's going to pass all of those checks. Because it's, quote-unquote, legit. They, right. And they actually infiltrated the mail system. Correct. To send this spam out. They were working from inside that email host. Right. Gotcha. Right. So or that tenant. Was, it could have been a tenant. Was it? It could have been an exchange server. Could have been a three sixty five tenant. This happens in either case. Well, the the article that I've got doesn't yeah. really state. They may not even know. They right, right. The uh, they may not know. Um, but it the article also goes into you know exactly how that works and how the email filtering was tricked. Mm -hmm. So it might be interesting for people to understand what the scammers are doing in order to evade. Secure. All of the defenses that are out there. Well, if they've already gotten into your mail system, and the only way they got into your mail system is because you didn't enable two-factor authentication, right? It was the whoever's host that was, they didn't enable it, right? And, Correct. And we actually, there's a, I'm not sure if I brought the story today, but the the government, did we talk about it last week? I don't remember, but they're, the, the government's cybersecurity analysts talk, talked about how many Hacks occurred on Microsoft 365 systems. Oh, right. And they all they did was trick people into giving the credentials, and in many cases, they even got admin credentials. So you need to make sure two-factor authentication is turned on on your on your on your technology so that you can prevent this from happening. Because oh, and at the very least, at the admin level, mm -hmm. um, because based on what I'm reading here, yeah, whoever it was had to have gotten admin level control over this email provider. And that's the key. And they probably fished that somebody there right. in order to get that in the first place. Yeah. So they said, so, all right, if we can't beat them, we'll just join them, and we'll send out the information within a legitimate domain. Now, the other thing that's supposed to happen is the system is supposed to say, hey, I'm noticing a lot of spam. But they may, not have, they may have been very selective about this, right? They may not have made it look like they were sending out spam. Yeah, and, and they may have they may have been sending it out at a, at a trickle over right. a period of time. So that uh, all of the email filtering services don't suddenly get all of these almost identical emails coming in from the same domain, but going out to all these different recipients on different domains. Right. That would have also triggered probably quarantine. Yeah. Yeah. So these guys are pretty smart about it. Yeah, they were very smart. So we'll put a link up there to that story. Um, in other news, uh, NVIDIA. So, of course, a lot of... Uh, Dinglings mining cryptocurrency out there use NVIDIA video cards to do it. And NVIDIA, in order for those of us to get the video cards to actually use be used in computing, like things that actually mean something, like 
design work and graphical, you know, graphics or what have you, uh, and not mining fake money. Um, they actually put a kind of a governor on the NVIDIA RTX uh, card. And so it's the uh, RTX LHR card. Um, and so you couldn't run your, your malware. You couldn't, not your malware, you couldn't run your crypto mining. So, of course, what does the bad guy do? Well, he puts out a, uh, you can call it a honeypot if you want. It's an LHR unlocker tool. So they put this out there. It's by Sergi. <laughs> And uh, he's saying, hey, folks, if you want to unlock your NVIDIA card, we have the way to do it. And we will turn your your nice NVIDIA card into a crypto mining machine and uh, just go here and download this utility. Well, of course, you download the utility and you, you don't, it doesn't work and it loads malware on your system. Oh, no. <laughs> don't tell me the people that are cranking up crooked Bitcoin are, are being victimized by other crooks. Yeah. Say it ain't so. I don't whine. I don't cry for them. But uh, that's what's happening. So just understand, if if these tools are put out there by third parties, don't, I mean, we've given you so many examples. I think we gave an example of a university who was downloading software to deal with managing their um, the university's experiments uh, on, um, and he didn't want to pay for it. So he downloaded it from like a GitHub type of thing, and it had malware in it. It's right. Come on, guys. You pay for your stuff. All right. If NVIDIA doesn't want your card to mine cryptocurrency, go buy one that does if you really want to do it. Um, otherwise, you're a dingling if you think you're going to get around NVIDIA's technology by Sergi helping you out. Um, so, again, it's just pay attention. You know, if it seems too good to be true, it probably is. And just because it's on the internet out there, don't be clicking on it. What else you got well there, Dennis? Well, I've got another story about what's going on over at the Microsoft Store. Oh, boy. Now, how many people get new computers, and they, they're especially now they're running Windows 11, and, yeah. and it's really encouraging them to get everything from the Microsoft Store? By the way, so, in, my, in my entire career, I've never got a single thing from the Microsoft Store. I'm just stating that. Throwing that out there. Never bought a single thing from the Microsoft Store. I know it's impossible, but I have nothing to buy from Microsoft. I've never bought anything from it, but I have gotten software from it because it's the only way to get it, and it's usually right. free stuff. Maybe and whoever, like the Netflix uh, tool or right, whatever. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Fair enough. And yeah, I I'm mean, not connected it's, my credit card that's to the only value that I have with that. <laughs> yep. Anyway, yeah. so you go out, you go along, you see some nice games. Nice games, and, yep. And you're looking for, let's say you're looking for a name game. A name game. Like, you know, something, uh, you know, that you might want to get, like, um, what's the big game that... The Wordle? Fortnite. Oh, Fortnite, yeah, yeah, Okay. Yeah. It's a big one. Let's say you're there and you see it free, listed Ooh. in the Microsoft Store. Yeah. Oh, yeah, get that. Bang. Well, it turns out that some malware authors... <sighs> have placed in the Microsoft Store clones oh of existing games that are just riddled with their malware. Unbelievable. But do they work? And they do work. Oh, my gosh. Because they take the existing game and they recode it yeah, and so as it. to contain their code. Wow. Or, and I guess in some cases, it may actually download it. From the from, from Fortnite wherever. itself, not from Fortnite, but it, it, they recompile the code for yeah. that for the game. Yep, and then it goes and gets malware from oh. their own systems, connects it in there. Yeah, and so it again, will you can't trust this in. now either. 
Yeah, you what can't can you trust, trust the Microsoft Store. Oh, yeah. And they had a way of infiltrating the store so that it would their games would pass all of the software checks. Of course. Unbelievable. Ugh. We'll put the link up there for you guys. Again, we may want to take the Jimmy Carter approach these days and just use paper and pencil, <laughs> turn our computers off. I don't know. Yeah, maybe the Luddites are onto something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, and what's going on in Ukraine, I don't know. This is not going to be a really hard prediction here, but you know, we thought when they brought down our fuel lines, when they brought down the meat packing, when they brought down whatever they brought down, if we thought that was awful, you know it's coming, right? So yeah. you should just be prepared that the Russians have got some surprise for us in the next few days or weeks. Uh, they're going to definitely unleash something. I'm not trying to scare anybody. I'm not making any kind of super, I'm not the sharpest tack in the drawer. This is not a hard prediction. Um, but it's coming. I don't know what they're going to target. And yeah. of course, when they target their militia, when they start attacking each other within the European Union and they're going back and forth with cyber, you know, this stuff is going to leak out and spill into other areas. So you're going to find innocents getting nailed by whatever. That, cyber, that's cyber how I think it's going to begin. The, the original, the earliest targeting is going to be in Europe and then. Yeah, it'll trickle out from there. So just hold on to your hats, folks. We're going to be here till eleven o'clock. Uh, feel free to get online eight hundred nine six six WTIC five two two WTIC. We'll be here right back. Trust us, you don't want to ask Alexa what ten to the power of three hundred and eight is, but you could ask her to play WTIC News Talk ten eighty. That's safe. We are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Dennis. And uh, we're going to be here till 11 o'clock, so feel free to get online. Two lines open for you, 800-966-WTIC-522-WTIC. Let's get to your calls. You're nice enough to join us right when the show started, so I want to thank George for that. So let's see if George is there. i got to hit it twice. Go ahead, George. What's going on? Yeah, I'm here. What's up? What can we do for okay. you? For the last three days, I've been getting some 10,000 spams a day. Wow, you're popular. Wow. I'm not that popular. <laughs> I got 7,000 last night alone. Wow. Whoa. They're coming in at the rate of about five a minute, sometimes as many as 25 or 30 a minute. Who's your, like email pro- who's your email provider? Uh, AOL. Okay. Well, there's a problem, number one. Uh, <laughs> but you but can- I don't want to give my address. I've had it since 85. I believe it. <laughs> we believe you had it since 85. Yeah. Um, what you need to do is to go onto AOL system, log in, and you need to crank up their spam prevention settings. Okay. I, sus- I hope they have them. A lot of them go to spam. Okay, then then that's fine. All right, you can't yeah, stop then, that. But then I'm just gonna get. I just they keep racking up by the hundreds and hundreds. Right. So they're coming. They're going to spam, but they're are they coming down to your machine? Or are they just sitting on AOL side? No, they're going to they're going to they're going to my spam file. Yeah. So you, that's good. So that's not a problem. So you're basically you're, they're doing the job. So you you can't stop somebody from sending you spam, but you can set you can stop them from being shown to you and bothering you, and they're not bothering you, are they? No, I keep seeing the numbers going up. You know, at the rate of about ten a minute. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, th- th- so their spam filter is working, though. Um, yeah, yes, I would say that. Yeah, I would tell you not to worry about it. Then um, you're not going to be able to stop it more than that. Um, they're doing exactly what they're supposed to do. This is just get I mean, theoretically, are they going to stop at some point? Um, well, there's too many people who click on them and think they're going to get some sort of male enhancement or they're going to get some sort of Nigerian uh, prince's uh, money or who knows. Too many people click on this stuff. I would different email addresses. Correct. Your address has been out there since 1985. Yeah. I would say that what's happened is for some reason you've just gotten uh, placed on a list yeah. that a bunch of spammer campaigns are hitting. And when those campaigns run down, which they eventually will... Because those spammers are going to close out that campaign and move on to another, right. then it'll stop. 
Um, I did find an article on AOL's tech support site that talks about excessive spam, and it does contain some links that will take you to the spam controls if you feel like looking at that. But he's already got it. Yeah, yeah. right. It already seems to be working, but yeah. I figured I'd put that yeah, out yeah. there for anybody else that has a question oh, about definitely, it. Oh, definitely, definitely. Have thing you is, heard of this before with anybody? Oh, gosh. if you Our mail, our mail <laughs> protection blocks millions of, of messages on a daily basis. The key is AOL doesn't want to process them, right? Okay. So their, their servers are literally having to look at 10,000 messages and then deem it spam. What they really need to do is have a block on wherever the recipient, wherever the sender is coming in. They need to already know who that is and block yeah. it before it even gets to their servers because they don't want to waste their time with all that processing. Right. And they're not doing a good job on that end. But that's not really your concern. Well, I said my, my email address has been out there for you know now 35 years. I really don't want to get rid of it. I hear you. AOL is, you know, whatever. If you like it, you like it. Uh, it's yeah. one of those, you know, we, it's, a, it's a chuckle point for IT people. I haven't heard, uh, was it Brian Shackman? I think he has an AOL. He's got Hotmail. He was wanting yeah. about, you know, people laughing at him about Hotmail. Well, I'm uh, above that. <laughs> you're, I'm not so sure you're, well, you're above not, you're above not being, worrying about being laughed at is what you're saying. No, I'm above having Hotmail. Oh, I don't think you are, sir. <laughs> I would equate it to Hotmail, but you can still enjoy your AOL account. Nobody's going to judge here. We're a we're a judge-free zone when it comes to your mailbox. So sooner or later, this will stop. You think? I do. The only thing I would caution you, George, do you have another mailbox that's more business or more? I don't know, more real? Or your, yeah. is all your email going to AOL? Uh, I have two email address, two email addresses to both AOL. I don't have any other one. Okay. Do you have an internet provider that you use? I have Comcast. Okay. I would tell you that you should configure your Comcast mailbox as a backup to the fact that I guarantee you someday AOL is going to go down. Yeah. Um, and you're not going to have a way to recover because um, you've got all your accounts hooked up to that AOL account, right? Everything, yeah. your bank, yeah. your, everything you're using to log well, I don't, in. I don't do much. I don't do any of that online. Okay. That's good. Um, but I would tell you to just go ahead. You get a quote-unquote free account from Comcast. Go ahead and configure it. Uh, use two-factor authentication on that account. And then... That way, you've got some something else to use if and when AOL goes has a problem. All right, you know one of the things that happened. It also compromised my credit card. What did some of the spam that was coming in is also um, they put charges on my credit card. Well, that wouldn't happen. The spam wouldn't put charges on your credit card. No, but the people that did it did it somehow. Well, your credit card could be out there from just you know going yeah. to any restaurant too. Yeah, I know. Um, don't blame necessarily the spam. I can't, you can't necessarily connect that unless you have concrete proof about it. You know what I mean? It both happened the same day. <laughs> I know, but that doesn't necessarily mean it's spam versus that. Your credit card could have been compromised by literally a skimmer on a on a gas pump. Yeah, no, um, yeah, I'm aware of that. So I would not I would not blame the spammers in this case. So I want you to get ready for the the downfall of AOL. Well, and just be prepared. <laughs> I, all I'm saying is everyone should have some sort of uh, backup mail account. That yeah. in case you're primary, lots of people's lives, whether they're streaming, whether whatever it is, is all connected to an, a mail account. Yours happens to be AOL. Okay. You should have a second, a recovery account so that if your, let's say your AOL account gets compromised because what's your password for the AOL account? You want to know what it is? Yeah. And you want me to tell you on the online, yeah. on the over the air? Of course. Why would you, why would you be concerned about that, George? I'm just kidding. Don't tell me that. I'm just saying if if your password is really very easy to compromise. No, it's not easy to compromise. All right. But if it gets compromised, the yeah. point is you have a backup, right? That, a backup yeah. mailbox. Yeah. Um, and that's that's really what people need to consider, especially with folks who have Hotmail or, yeah. or AOL as their primary 
systems because those those are practically free. Are you paying yeah. for that AOL system? No, I pay for it. You do? Okay, well, yeah. that's a good thing. At least you're paying for it. So, you I mean how many how many AOL discs do you have from when they were sending you a disc once a month? I, I couldn't hear you, please. Remember those CD-ROMs they used to send to AOL people? Well, CD-ROMs they used to be diskettes. Right, that's right. Yeah. Oh yeah. Do, do you still have those stacked up somewhere? <laughs> Put them up on eBay. They might be worth something someday. Yeah. So I think you're okay, George. I think it's doing what's supposed to be happening, and you're good. All right? Okay, just delete them at the rate of a thousand. Don't have to even delete them. You don't just care. It's AOL's alone. problem. They'll yeah. they'll drift out of your spam folder eventually. Automatically. Anyway, yeah. It's not your concern. If you're doing that, then you're then you're just driving yourself cuckoo. Okay. Don't worry about it. Don't bother right, it. I'll get to work on getting a backup system. Yeah, going. backup email box. That's what you need, George. All right. All right. Good luck, Thank sir. Thank you for your help. My pleasure. Bye. Bye-bye. All right, guys. We're going to be here till 11 o'clock. Feel free to get online. 800-966-WTIC-522-WTIC. We've already posted over to computertalkwithtab.com the links we talked about this morning as far as our the news stories we brought up. And we'll, we'll put anything out there we can. Mike G is posting everything to the Facebook page. And if you use Twitter for anything, you can follow us on Twitter at, uh, I don't even know what it is, Tab Computer Sys. I think we're on yes, Twitter. So you'll get linked to that as well. So we'll be right back. Stick around for the news. We are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Dennis. And that's YYZ. A little rush. You've got you. mail. <laughs> <laughs> <Wait a minute. laughs> You've got mail is right there, George. You've got a lot of it. Um, 10,000 emails George is fighting. Um, we're going to be here till 11 o'clock, so feel free to get online. And uh, also, I want to bring up, you know, we're going to uh, probably have GoNetSpeed on uh, in a couple of weeks talking about the what's changing out there as far as the internet landscape. And I say that because if you've noticed... Have you noticed all the great fiber that's coming from all the other companies magically? It's not because they're doing it out of the kindness of their hearts. It's not because they're getting some sort of incentive from our our uh, our leaders. No, no, no. They're getting competition from GoNetSpeed. So you know how you, you think about it when you've got the, the, the lines down, the power line guys are out there, and you're out there thanking them for putting your power back on? Well, if you see a GoNetSpeed truck, you know, I'm sure they'd love you to come up and give them a nice thank you for bringing us internet. <laughs> <laughs> you know, thank you for bringing us into the 21st century, guys. And, and I mean, they probably would appreciate that. You know, if you see those guys, those wiring guys out there, thank them. Because <laughs> it sure wasn't Blumenthal that helped. Um, so let's go and get to your calls. We're going to go to, uh, I don't know, Gary in Cheshire first. What's happening, Gary? Hey, how you doing, guys? Good, Thanks sir. Thanks for being here for us. Our pleasure. I have a question for you. We were talking. You were talking about system image a little while back. Back up, yeah. And I, and I was going to look in. There was a link that didn't quite work. And if you could just refresh us with the benefits of the system image over backup. And then I was looking for a way to do it on my own computer. A little confusing. Uh, I saw an indication that the Microsoft product wasn't really that good with the image, and then I saw something that indicated that Microsoft was actually suggesting that you not use their tool at this point. <laughs> so, so really? In, I uh, haven't heard that. It, is, it wouldn't be surprising. <laughs> no, but I haven't heard it. <laughs> so the difference is, right, um, we, talk, we talk about this in our, even in our normal practice, because all of our backups for our clients are image backups. We do a full image of their servers on an hourly basis, so that, God forbid, they got hit with ransomware, we should be able to restore them to where they looked an hour before. 
Um, and that's a full image, which means an image of the operating system, the users, the software. The It's a literally how the system is configured and looked an hour ago. That's how our backup works for our clients. For you personally, um, an image is beneficial in the same way where you can have that nice image of your entire operating system as it looked before you blew it up um, versus just your data. The, it, the issue sometimes, though, is how much storage space you have for those those backups. Um, we recommend a Cronus for image-based backup technology, right, Dennis? Oh, yes. That's very good. Yeah. So pretty easy to use. And uh, if you really want that image, you could always just say, okay, my machine as of February, what is it, 20, whatever the date is, 26, I'm going to do an image-based backup of my system today, put it on a hard drive, disconnect it from my computer, and put it on a shelf. Now I've got my back, my system ready to go. God forbid if something happens. The problem is as months go on and on, things change. So you do need a file-level backup to capture those changes. Right, and uh, if you do need to get like one file out of your backup from a couple days ago, yeah, you there are there is a tool with that that will allow you just to get the file without having to go through the process of to go within the image. You've right, got it goes into the image and it reads just that file out of it, and will put it right back where it belongs. So you can mix those two together with a Cronus. Um, and of course, you can do multiple backups at a more off, more consistent pace too. You can do it once a week, once every. However often you want to risk the data you're going to lose between backups. But okay. don't don't leave it connected to your system because then it's vulnerable to the same thing that could bring your system down. Right. And if your computer gets hit with ransomware, it will encrypt the backup in addition to the data, and then you'll be toast. You'll be paying the Russians. <laughs> okay, Cronus. Is that C-H-R-O-N-U-S? Acronis, A C R O N I S. We can get a link up. Mike, Mike G, will get a link up, up for that. Yeah. Excellent. Is there an option to put it on like a USB, also, or is it just best to go with a second hard drive, a separate standalone hard drive? Well, an image is based on the total size of your system, right? So right. if you're you got a gig or terabyte worth of data in operating system, you'll need a terabyte thumb drive. And they don't really. They probably make them. I don't know that I've seen them lately. Okay. Well, yeah, you're probably going to want a true external hard drive yeah. in USB format, and the guideline would actually be to have it be at least fifty percent larger than the original disk, um, because it's not only keeping a copy of the data, it's keeping revisions of it over time, and it right. needs a little more space in order to hold all that. Yeah. So you'll you'll want it to be larger than your original drive. And that was my thought, because I would want the operating system and the data. If, and that would be oh, a full image. Right. That would be the total image, and you'd be able to just okay. set the computer right back to a particular date if you do that. Right. Some people just back up the data, which is also a valid approach, right? Because sometimes wiping and reloading is a nice, clean way to get your thing back and running, and you only care about the data. But you have to be certain of the folders you selected to be backed up. If you have something important and it's in some obscure folder, you know, you might lose that magical recipe for whatever you're doing for Thanksgiving and then no, no longer, are, you know, you're in the doghouse, right? Your wife's all upset. Yeah. With you. <laughs> well, what I've gotten the habit of doing is uh, whenever I get a new computer updated, I create a uh, folder called data and I just have everything in that. So that way when I do my backup of my data, I just have to grab that that one directory and 
I know I have everything that I've done. Tremendous. That sounds like a good plan. Mm-hmm. So All right, Gary. That's, that's helped me out. But, you know, when you're talking about the system image, I was thinking that's, that's a good point. Yeah, it's a nice option. Yeah. Excellent. All right, Gary. Thank you. You're right. You're welcome. Right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So he's going to move on to doing that. And did you want to bring something up? Uh, yeah, there was a little bit of a scandal a couple months ago mm-hmm. when the IRS was requiring certain people when they have certain interactions with the IRS, not just filing a return, yeah, but a little deeper yeah. than that, where in order to uh, go online with IRS.gov, they would have to submit biometric data, which yeah. mostly is a picture. Of your face. Yeah. Of your face to verify who you are. Yep. It was kind of a scandal. There were a few problems kind with that. Kind of. <laughs> Number one, privacy scandal. Yes. Uh, because they they actually used a third party for this. Of course they did. So in addition to IRS having your picture, mm-hmm. some third party that they picked that you don't necessarily know who it is right. now has your face. This is the same organization that will send 150,000 refund checks to the same address. Yes. Right? Because they've scanned your account. Because <laughs> they don't know any better. They're not smart enough to say, wait a minute, didn't we already send that guy a, ch- a check? Uh, oh, wait, no, it's a different guy who lives there. Wait, there's a thousand people that live there. Why do we keep sending those checks to the same house? And that's the IRS for you. Right. And in addition to just the privacy issue right there and the trust issue, yes. they had the problem of sometimes the selfies were not working and it wasn't recognizing you, even though it's you. Because they have the big lips they're pushing out? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It just it's it's technology apparently that's not quite ready for prime time, if you will. Yes. Well, there's certain ways to take selfies. I mean, I've seen people take selfies. I don't know what I'm doing. I got my finger in the, uh, somewhere on the camera. But, at, yeah. at any rate, I've got an article here from Brian Krebs. Yes. Um, saying that it's now optional. Yes. So they are not requiring it anymore. No. It's completely optional. I like the idea that my bank is offering some sort of voice recognition for your yeah. account. However, if you record this show, you got my voice. That's true. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Now so guess, I'm frightened, yeah, Eric. Sorry. Thank you. Someone's hacking your account. Your <laughs> Thank mail. you for giving me nightmares yes. for the next few weeks. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to step out for a quick break, get back to more of your calls. Hang on, Lou, John, and John. We'll be right back. WTIC News Talk 1080 is on Instagram. Follow us at WTIC 1080. And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab, and we're here until 11 o'clock, and we thank you guys for joining us on this lovely Saturday. And let's get right to your calls, huh, Dennis? Yeah, let's go for it. I'm going to go to Lou and Simsbury next. Time to get the right button here. I've got to press it twice. Hey, Lou, you there? I am. What can we do Morning, for you? Guys. Morning. Um, so I'm redoing my basement. Oh, congratulations. Up, uh, well, thank you. <laughs> uh, setting it up as a man cave exercise area. Nice. According to, according to the building code, they require a cable outlet, which is fine. I, for cable know, TV? Care. Yeah. Yeah, they, see, that's my point with the whole, <laughs> you must have cable. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> so, so anyway... I don't care. It doesn't matter to me. I'm going to use a smart TV. Right. My real, my real question is, is my Comcast rented Wi-Fi router, I know you're going to scold me for that, but is on the second floor. Yeah. And while I don't, I, I've never experienced a problem in the basement, 
you know, streaming audio or anything like that. Now I'm going to do video on a serious level. Right. Should I set up a router in the basement? No. Nope. I got the cable. What's nope. that? Nope. You should not. Okay. You should run a data wire from your router on the second floor. Nice Cat 6. Yeah. Nice juicy Cat 6 wire down your new wall there and right to your TV. Or the device you're going to connect to the TV. Okay, so basically, I'm not going to I'm not going to use the Wi-Fi on the TV. I'm going to just link it right directly to the internet. If it offers a Cat six connection on the TV, that's what I would do. Yeah, and well, it it makes sense because you've already got a wire, a cable, uh, cable, mm. cable, cable. Yeah. Um, so why not just run the Ethernet along with it? At yeah. the same time. Yeah, so it's down there. You'll have a nice female connection of the Ethernet port. You'll never, you won't even bother physically connecting the uh, cable port. It'll just be sitting there. The inspector is not going to take it apart. Um, right. And you just connect your Cat Six up to that, and you're all set. And you'll have okay. the best experience you could get. Right? It's a hardwired connection, much better than wireless. Doesn't have to worry about going through anything. Well, the best experience I could get is locking everybody out of the basement. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, just tell them you're exercising. Uh, right. <laughs> they don't believe that. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, so oh. that's what I would do. I mean, and then, of course, look at the type of devices you're going to stream. Now, in my man cave, NVIDIA Shield is my streaming device. So I would connect my Cat6 cable to my NVIDIA, my NVIDIA streaming box and then plug that into my TV via the HDMI, and I am good to go. I didn't lose you there, NVIDIA. did I? No, <laughs> so I'm writing. I'm take a look writing. at the NVIDIA Shield. Okay. I don't know why they call it a Shield. It's a silly name. But it's a NVIDIA Shield. That's their streaming box. It's, it is, the I think, the best um, out there. It's powered by Google, or, or I should say Android. And okay. uh, I like it. I like it a lot. It, it does a really good job. And because it's NVIDIA, you know the video processing power of it is going to be better than most. Okay. All right. All then. right. Thank you very much. You're welcome, sir. Enjoy the man cave. Thanks. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. Yeah, hardwired is always best. Uh, let's go on to John in Torrington next. Hey, John, what's up? Hey, uh, Kong, I have a computer, uh, lap, not a laptop, a uh, desk computer that freezes up uh, quite a bit. It will freeze up while I'm watching it. When I try to, re I have to reset it, and then when it's starting up, it will freeze up. It's frozen up when trying to do checks to see if the disk was okay. It just keeps freezing. Oh, it's freezing when you're doing a disk check? Even when doing a disk check or during startup. Okay. That sounds to me like you've got a problem with the disk. Um, yeah, that's what I was thinking. I tried to do a check on the hard drive, but uh, it froze up during, during that. Yeah, I would I would say that's telling you you got a hardware problem with the drive. I mean, you don't, you don't even need to complete the test and get the errors. Just You're going to have to replace that hard drive. And now the okay. first question you want to ask, though, is how old is that computer? The computer is only like uh, four years old. Four? Okay, yeah. so it probably has a few more years of life in it. I guess you could consider a couple hundred bucks for a solid-state drive and then the time and energy to put it back. You, know, you want to get a couple more years out of that machine. Yeah, it, it might be worth it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you got anything else better to do today than wipe and reload your computer, John? 
Oh, yeah, I have other things, but I will take care of it eventually. <laughs> All right, John. Now, what you what you can – and the – if you're going to do this, I would do it sooner rather than later because right. the longer you try to keep using this disc, the more it's likely to completely crap out. And once that's you, a technical term, by yes, the way. Once you get your new SSD drive to replace it yep. in the computer, get uh, a um, get a uh, uh, an enclosure for the old drive hmm. and yep. plug it into the computer and just read your old data from it if you need to get something off of it. Right, but only back. only you if you keeping it external will mean that it's only being used when you're actually reading and writing to it, um, instead of the SSD, which should be the active drive in the computer. Okay, I'll do that. Yep. All right, John. Okay, thank you for your help. You're welcome. Good luck. Mm-hmm. Yep, bye bye. Um, yep. When the, when your machine starts to freeze, it's going to be physical, and the biggest question you always got to ask yourself. I even have to remind the the, uh, the co-owners of Tab Computer Systems, if the machine is five or six years old, don't go too crazy with repairs. Four uh, is right on the border. It really is, because yeah. if, if you've got older technology, older operating system, putting too much into it, only to then have something else go, um, or not be compatible because Windows has deemed it incompatible, right? You're running too old of, a, of hardware. No, no software for you. Um, you know, you don't want that to happen, and it does happen. Uh, let's go on to your calls. We're going to go to John in East Long Meadow. What's going on, John? Good morning, gents. Uh, I've got a, a six-year-old computer that's working 99.99% great. I just got one little stupid thing, and uh, uh, but I am in the market for a new computer. But uh, yesterday I got an email that my uh, my cable bill was due, so I clicked on the link in the email to go to where I could pay the bill. Yep. And... Uh, Nothing happened. I got a blank white screen and then the circle going round and round and round and round. Mm-hmm. So I, uh, I I tried to go directly to, it, it happened to be Spectrum or Charter, I went to Spectrum.net, and yeah. same thing happened. I tried another computer, and it worked there. This was using Yahoo. Uh, I went to uh, Nest, or what's what's the, uh, the uh, Microsoft Edge. Edge. Edge? Edge. Edge browser. Edge. And it worked there, and it worked on Chrome. Okay. I, I got something. I know it's something simple. You've probably talked about this in the past, and I can't f- figure out what it is. So when you're doing it through your email, it's trying to evoke which browser? Uh, Yahoo or, or Firefox or which, whichever is. Uh, right. Oh, you might. In. What what you might want to do is just do a reset of the Firefox browser. You know, flush the cookies and and the cache, right. and oh, okay. clear it out, and then maybe it'll work. Because it's the browser it's evoking that's kind right. of freezing, and you then used your yeah. other browsers manually, and it seemed to work. So Right. Yeah. I would say that just something going on with Firefox, and you can reset it. Okay. Is there a tab for reset or something? Do you know uh, We can, we we can, can post put a link. something. We can post a link that will tell you how to do it. It's pretty simple. Okay. Well, yeah. th- thank you much. Our pleasure, yep. John. Good luck. You're good enough. All right. Bye-bye. Good or don't get caught, okay? All right. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like the Russian uh, Olympic team. We're going to be uh, we're going to be here till eleven o'clock. Feel free to get online eight hundred nine six six WTIC five two two WTIC are the numbers. Everything we're talking about will be posted over at computertalkwithtab.com. It's the name of the show dot com, which also works. Mike G's posting everything on Facebook and Twitter. So if you don't have a link, it's, it's it's on you. It's not on us. We'll be right back. <sighs> 
Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 